Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. All right. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Life in Transitions Experts podcast. This is Courtney Rollins, your host, taking my jacket off, my hoodie off so we can get into this here at the Life in Transitions Expert uh, podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook group, um, even, yeah, as I said, podcast. Really try to focus on helping folks through some of the difficult times in their life, particularly when they're going through probate, which means someone's passed away and they passed away with either debt in their name and or assets in their name. There has to be a legal way to to deal with that. And uh, I really try to help people with the property and the stuff when it comes to um, to dealing with probate. And it's become my mission to help people actually avoid probate in the future by knowing the legal instruments that are out there to help them, uh, uh, yes, not help them keep more of the assets, protect more of that generation, to make more of that wealth so it can pass to the next generation. Um, one thing, though, that we do find is that when there is property involved and you may have inherited or you may find that you inherited a, a, a property that has tenants already in there, or perhaps you are just someone who has rentals or was happens so often, a relative passes away or someone passes away, and now there is a property remaining. Uh, and instead of uh, perhaps you tried to sell it, but you found that it was um, because of the tenant involved, it was really challenging to sell maybe there were challenging tenants or perhaps there's been lived in so long that it doesn't make it optimal for that market and you actually end up losing money because you're uh the time and energy that you have to put out there to get the uh the price that you're hoping for and perhaps there's not enough equity or the condition's not uh affordable or maybe just tired of what they call the three t's of being a landlord the tenant the toilets and the termites you know i'm um, dealing with those things can be challenging being a real estate investor or a landlord is amazing it's a great vehicle for uh providing housing for folks it's a great vehicle for uh for doing what the government encourages and getting the tax benefits based on that action it's great for uh building equity and having monthly cash flow but it's also not for everyone it's not for the faint of heart again it can be very challenging so if you're someone who still wants that monthly cash flow that's generated, that mailbox money, they say, but you don't want the chat, the, the, the issues the, that come with the tenant that come with the rent and come with dealing with the property maintenance. Let's take a look at how you can still get monthly cash flow and not deal with the tenant, the termites and the toilets. So that's what we're going to do. So. All right. So let's jump on the stage here. All right. The benefits of selling property on terms that's called terms you may have heard it before but terms are are another way of saying seller financing they're just they're they're basically ways of describing how the deal is done so let's take a look we already discussed how probate is the legal process selling affairs here's some of the steps that folks uh take it's gonna be a lot of stuff there um and even though technically in north carolina which is where i'm situated 
property is a non probate asset in most regards unless it's in the will um there's still times we will need to um to deal with the property if there's property uh in the estate um especially if there's tenants in there so one of the things is great about selling the property becoming the bank on terms in other words you say to someone let me back up here oops well you you i'll give an example of something really literally just uh just did there was a property I believe the seller wanted a hundred and seven plus one fifty-eight, one hundred sixty-five thousand. They wanted one sixty-five thousand. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough equity in the property. The property had been lived in by him and his wife, who just passed away about six months prior, and it was just it just needed love, and it just couldn't get to that price. Uh, um, and so, after a conversation, finding out what um, the seller really needed, he really just wanted. He was set on that price. He wanted some monthly income in his retirement years. And so we decided, hey, how about we set up where we give you uh, some money down? I think I gave him 7000 That's what 7 plus 158 because it came up to one sixty-five. Uh, $7,000 down, and I make monthly payments uh, that you'll receive. It will be set up by a third-party note servicer. So I give them the money, and then they give it to you so that we all can see and know what's going on. If for whatever reason I hit by a bus or I don't end up paying, this loan, which you technically just gave me, uh, is secured by the property. So with that third party note servicer, you can foreclose and take the property back with all the equity that has just been built in from the months of me paying. But of course, if you're working with someone, you expect to work with someone you trust who can show that they demonstrate that they can actually get the job done. And uh, so that shouldn't be an issue. But that's just to say that there are things in place to protect you. And that third party protects me or a buyer because we know that that money is actually being accounted for going down on the principal. So it was awesome. He was able to get the, he's able to, he's going to get the lump sum that he wants that's locked in. I was able to enter at a very low price that allows me to still do what I need to do and add value to the property, make it so someone could live in. And I'm able to uh, actualize profit as well. And someone's living there. So it's pretty awesome thing. So seller financing, owner financing, it's all these different creative words, terms, all this stuff are really ways of saying, hey, we're going to make sure we get the job done. And one great thing about it is, number one, it increases the market reach. You actually, When you're selling on a more traditional side, banks are going to want people to qualify, which makes sense. They're going to want certain criteria and steps that it can be or it can be a long, arduous step right there. So it could take a while. But if you're selling to someone uh, who doesn't necessarily have the criteria that the banks are looking for, and trust me, the banks are looking for outdated criteria. I can walk in, show that I'm self-employed, that I'm generating $250,000 a year, and I will not be considered strong as compared to that person who has a W-2 making maybe 40K a year. For whatever reason, the banks and the way uh, lenders are set up in uh, traditional ways, they want to see that W-2 income, even though someone who's self-employed might be able to show and demonstrate they're making a lot more money. That's for another issue. Uh, but regardless, that narrows the buyer pool. But if you do seller financing terms, it broadens the buyer pool, if that makes sense. Another thing is because of the tedious time of someone qualifying for a loan, it takes time. When you sell on seller finance, it's faster close. There's, you could have the close I mean, I wouldn't recommend this, but you can close on the tabletop if you have all the right documents there. But of course, you definitely want to have an attorney process or a licensed uh, closing um, uh, company, title company, close. Uh, but so awesome because 
it can happen literally just like that. So it doesn't require all the steps process is beautiful for that reason right there alone is awesome speed time and you receive a steady stream of income just like wells fargo bank of america all these places that uh give mortgages you are the bank and you when you were the landlord and that toilet broke uh i wonder what would happen if you called wells fargo or wherever your uh, loan was and said hey remember that uh property that you'd lend me funds on well the toilet broke I don't think you're going to get a call. I don't think there's even a number that you could dial for that. And just like that, you are the bank. So it's the responsibility of the person who owns the property to make sure it's maintained and kept. And even in your agreement, you can ensure that they have to keep it to a certain standard, especially, well, that's that's great because if in the rare situation, you do have to take the property back, at least you'll have it uh, set up or at least it's, the terms are there to make sure that, um, that you've... Uh, that that's what the expectation is but it's great you get that steady income without having to be the landlord you also this is another cool thing uh where my browser go you get to lock in a higher selling price because the buyer is really entering at a lower price point because of the down payment or whatever structure set up it's great for them but it's also great for you because you have locked in down the road that higher price point that price that you wanted and so that is amazing that's awesome. So I can actually offer more as a buyer who understands terms than someone who's just coming in as a uh, as cash buyer, cash buyer, cash buyer. What do you say? If you only have a, a hammer in your toolbox, every single problem issue looks like a nail when actually, no, no, no. When <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say. When you have more tools in your toolbox, only thing you're going to pull out is that hammer to beat on that nail when sometimes you might need some other finagling and other tools. And I beat the heck out of that uh, metaphor analogy. So we're going to move on to flexible terms. This is also a th great thing. In my world, this is called creative financing. Creative. So you can be creative as far as the interest rates, as far as the when the payments start, uh, how they're paid. It's it's awesome. It's creative. As long as it's legal in the, in the nation and hopefully with integrity, you can customize repayments. You can do all type of things. It's creative. It's between you and the parties there involved. So I really love that you get flexible terms. And it's going the other direction. Oh, the tax benefits. Of course, I am not a financial advisor or a CPA, and I'm not trying to play one on my YouTube channel. But the tax benefits. When you sell a property, quite Often Uncle Sam is going to ask that there's that capital gains tax. So if I sell a hundred K property, sometimes uh, capital gains can be 25 to 30, even higher, depending on uh, I mean the, the, the timing, the tax laws at the time and all, but it's pretty high. However, in most scenarios, when you take your money over time, and I think it has to be 12 months federal, but again, I'm not a CPA, then it drastically reduces how much it's taxed on, which means more money in your pocket that you get to keep hold on to for your family. So the tax benefits uh, are awesome. Now, as the uh, as the note holder, that's what you are. You're holding a mortgage note. You're no longer the landlord, so you don't receive some of the tax benefits people use for a real estate as far as like depreciation and things of that nature. But there are other tax benefits. The tax code is a good, it's huge. And only like 5% of it is actually saying what's taxed. And the rest of it, those thousands thousands of pages are ways that people are encouraged to operate in certain ways and do certain behaviors that's going to give them tax benefits because those behaviors ideally are supposed to help 
the greater good. So it's set up that way. Yeah. So check out the tax benefits. It's pretty cool. And that must be for an old, um, what do you call it, presentation that I did before. So I can stop right there. I'm surprised I didn't put something at the end there uh, that tells you how you can connect with me if you have any other questions. Well, I'm going to tell you. You can just text me, call me, email me, uh, Courtney at estateproservice.com. If you want to sit down and just chat about or or even strategize what some solutions are for your property or how to support you through the probate process or how to avoid probate in the future, reach out to me. I love helping. It helps me get stronger. It helps me uh, add more tools to my tool belt so that I don't approach everything like it's a hammer or a nail or whatever the metaphor is supposed to be. You know what I mean. And guess what? Life and transition experts, let your light shine. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.